Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so Tonight, I would like to continue to talk about the fire of God again. I have been doing a new series because when I preached about the fire of God about more than 10 years ago now, or maybe 14 years ago, I was so new in revival. I did not know much about the fire of God at that time, but I just want to educate my church here. But now, after 17 years of experiences in revival and the fire of God, not only myself, but in the revival meeting all over the world, I have more revelation and understanding of the move of God and the file of God. So the Lord told me to reteach this message again so that our members will understand and can listen to the teaching in the MP3 CD or website. Let me read this scripture one more time in Matthew chapter 3, verses 11 and 12. I indeed baptize you in or with water. I read from Amplified Bible. Because of repentance, that is because of your changing of your minds for the better, heartily amending your ways with abhorrence of your past sins. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I whose sandals I am not worthy or fit to take off or carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. You notice the word and, not all, and with fire. His renowning fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clear out and clean his threshing floor and gather and store his wheat in his barn. But the shaft he will burn up with fire. This is not the hell fire. This is the fire of the Holy Spirit. Talking about baptism with fire. That cannot be put out. No one can put out the fire of the Holy Spirit. You can see here that there are different kinds of baptism. Baptism in water. Baptized into the body of Christ. Baptism with the Holy Spirit to receive power and speak in tongue so that you can have power to witness and to serve God. But there's also baptism with fire, which is mentioned in the Bible. And the Lord showed us the type and the shadow of the fire of God in the Old Testament. The baptism with fire is about holiness. It's about preparing the body of Christ or the church to be the beautiful bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. You have heard so many messy stories about charismatic churches or pastors and leaders who commit sin, who may have power to heal the sick and cast out demons. I'm not attacking anybody, but this is true. That, but people don't live a holy life and they mess up the church and have a lot of problems, divorce, adultery, because they only emphasize the power, which is the baptism with the Holy Spirit. But they forget about the baptism with fire 
or never even heard about it or experienced it or know about it. Baptism with fire is about holiness, getting people to be purified, sanctified, and ready to become the beautiful bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that in the end time, God wants to tell the body of Christ, wants to bring this issue back to the local church, to the body, so that the church will be cleansed and get ready to meet the groom that is our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the fact or the truth in the Bible that many Christians don't even have a clue or understanding about it. But we're going to teach it, we're going to experience it, and many people around the world begin to understand more about the file of God. I have been teaching about the file of God for many sessions. I will continue tonight. Again, as I mentioned, the Old Testament record the story and the words that represent or are the type or shadow of what happened to us today. And one of the very important stories that we learn from the Bible that go along with our Christian walk to the end, that we enter into the promised land or into the life of abundance. Jesus came so that we may, might have life and have it more abundantly. The abundant life is the blessing of Abraham, the Garden of Eden, and the land of Canaan. But today, we can live the abundant life as well. And in that story of the children of Israel coming out from Egypt and trying to get into the promised land, God gave them the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire. And that fire is a tangible presence of God, the glory of the Lord. There are different terms that explain the tangible presence of God, but each term gives us different idea of the ministry of the Holy Spirit, such as the word, the presence, or the anointing, or the glory, the fire, the wind of God, the touch of God. All these terms mean the tangible presence of the Lord that come into God's people and upon God's people. In that generation, God's presence came and stay with the children of Israel. Look at Exodus chapter 19, verse 18. Now Mount Sinai was completely in smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire. Its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain quaked greatly. We can see from this scripture that God wants to stay with His people. The original plans of God is that the presence of God should be thick, should be so strong in the life of people. Today, many Christians turn the presence of God into religion, into program, and into methods, methodology, programs. We sing three hymns and three hers and have a little bit of dance up here and preaching 15 minutes and everyone go home. But no one knows about the presence of God. No one is hungry for the presence of God. No one invites the presence of God into the house of God. And that is very sad because of the lack of understanding that it's original plan of God to be in the midst of His people, in the Garden of Eden, 
God came down in the cool of the day, and He met Adam and Eve. His presence was there with them in the Garden of Eden. And later on, when God told Moses to build the tabernacle, the presence of God was with them, but in the form of the fire. So it means that, according to this scripture, the type and the shadow, God still want His fire to be in the house. May not be the fire that the five men gonna come from the Bellevue Center here. And what happened to this church? Why you have a fire in this house? But it's not that kind of fire. This is the fire of the Holy Spirit. So, as believers who understand the Bible, we should welcome the fire into the church, into our own life. We should be hungry for the fire. We should not quench the fire of God. We should always let the fire of God move. In our midst, Amen. Exodus chapter twenty-four, verse seventeen: the sight of the glory. The glory means the thick, tangible presence of God. The Hebrew language is kabod. The kabod, the thick presence of the Lord, was like a consuming fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. Again. The children of Israel, the community, they were walking, they were camping in the midst of the consuming fire of God. God used the word consuming because consuming means getting rid of, purging something that is not good, the impurities, the enemies, the tradition and demons and sinful habit, curses and bondage, anything that will destroy God's people will be. Consumed by the fire of God, so God sent the fire to purify, to get rid of all the junk, the dross, the bad stuff in the church. First Timothy chapter one verse six. Now in the New Testament, look at the Amplified Bible. That is why this is what Paul wrote to the young pastor Timothy. That is why I would remind you to stir up. Rekindle the embers, fan the flame of, keep burning. The apostle Paul understand about the fire of God. Keep burning, fan the flame, stir up the embers of the gracious gift of God, the inner fire that is in you by means of the laying on of my hands, with those of the elders at your ordination. You need to understand that the laying on of hand is practiced by Jesus Christ all the time. I can call that Jesus had a touching ministry. He touched people's eyes. He touched people's body. He touched the coffin. He touched a lot because, according to the theology in the Bible, God used hand to bless and to perform miracles. So the laying on of hand is good. You are parents. You can lay hand on your kids. You can lay hand on. Your husband, your wife, to bless them. Use the hand of God to bring, to impart the blessing from heaven upon your family and upon people. Sometime before I perform surgery on my patient, I would grab their hand and pray with their family to ask for the blessing of God for the successful surgery or the recovery, so we can lay hand and bless people. At that time, Paul and the elders of the church lay hand on. Members and the members receive the gift. 
received the Holy Spirit and he called the Holy Spirit the inner fire. In this scripture, it is interesting that Apostle Paul said, I would remind you to stir up. How many people like to drink coffee? And sometimes you put the milk and sugar in your coffee and you leave it on the table for a while, the cup. You come back, you need to put the small spoon and stir it up to mix the milk and the sugar into that coffee. You stir up. Stir up means doing something on the inside to mix your body, to marinate your body with something. The Bible talks about stir up. The Bible talks about rekindle the fire. Talk about fan the flame. Talk about keep burning. Why did Paul say this thing? I believe, I understand what he means. Because of many reasons. The first reason is that we all are busy with life. We all are busy with work, family, commitment, responsibility, running errands, cooking, cleaning, going to work, doing the homework, try to pass the exam, doing many things, preparing for traveling. We all have bills to pay and we are bombarded by the surrounding things in our life, the TV show, the office, or the TV show called Big Bang Theory. All this come and hit us every day. Our mind is so filled with the things of the world and the worries and the, the things that we have to do around our life. Amen? So eventually, we will lose the hunger. We lose the connection to the Holy Spirit. We lose our desire to get more of the anointing, to do the ministry. We become lukewarm. We start to get distracted into the other things. So God's kingdom, the Holy Spirit, the word fall off our table and we never see it again because we are so busy. I have seen so many Christians who backslide, who begin to go into the things of the world and care about some other things and God's kingdom and the church and the Holy Spirit are not important to them anymore. They're just so lost into the things of the world. And that's happened to every generation. So you need to take care of your own spiritual life. I can encourage you. I can stir you up. I can preach. I can show example. But you need to be responsible for your own life. You need to stir up your heart, stir up your spirit all the time to be hungry, to not take the presence of God for granted. Have you ever heard people say like this, especially all believers? I have seen it. I have heard it. Oh, I have been in this kind of meeting. I've seen people fall down. I listened to this preaching about 10 times already. Oh, I know about all of these things. This is nothing new to me. I've been a Christian for 100 years already. I know all these things. And they just walk into the church like, sit and don't care about anything and don't get excited. Another Sunday, they look at the watch and they want to go home to watch the football game. Everything I know, I can memorize the Bible. It's okay. Not big deal anymore. I know about all these things. I've been a Christian for a long, long time. Have you ever seen that? Yes. People just take God for granted. People's disvalue. People just demean 
the things of God. The Lord keep reminding me, no matter how successful you are, no matter how much money you have, no matter how much experience you have in the past within the kingdom and with the Holy Spirit, no matter how many get healed in your ministry, even 10,000 people get healed, you still need to keep your heart like a baby, that you are hungry, you stir yourself up to love God, to desire more of the things of God because God has unlimited anointing, unlimited grace, unlimited things that we can receive more if we don't become lukewarm and take things for granted in the kingdom of God. We need to stir up all the time to really be hungry and never take the prayer line to be laid hand on just another Sunday. I can lay hand on again. No, every time you come out like the first time, you come out and say, today I'm going to have a miracle. Something going to change in my life. Some bad habit going to drop out of me. I'm going to have more anointing. I can lay hand on the sick more and more. Sick people get to get healed. I'm going to have more anointing to do things. I need more. I'm hungry for the things of God. It's not enough for me. I need more of God. Amen? Amen. The devil is expert in quenching the fire. He knows how to put water. He knows how to put the blanket on the fire and make the church and the people of God become dying and lukewarm. Have you ever seen in the church history all these hundreds of years some church on fire? People love God. And after one generation is gone, the church die and people leave and everyone just go to the world because they don't keep the fire. They don't rekindle the fire. They're not taught about the fire of God. I promise God, as long as I live and as long as I'm the pastor of this church, this church will never be lukewarm and die down into the things of the world. I'm going to stay rekindled, fan the flame in myself. I'm going to keep stirring up the things of God in my life are going to keep being hungry for the things of God as long as Pastor Lao is still living and I'm going to keep imparting, keep teaching so that the next generation will do the same thing. We will not repeat the church history that the next generation died down into the tradition, into the way I, I heard my mentor who, lead the fire, who bring the fire of God all over the world. He said that one time he brought the fire of God to the southeast of America, the church grows so big. And after the church grows so big for a while, the pastor make this comment, oh, okay, we get the fire already, it's over, now we get into administration. We don't need the fire of God anymore. But the Bible says that God wants to stay with His people, in the midst of His people, with the fire, with the glory. Amen? We can improve administration. We can improve the teaching. We can improve organization. We can do more things, but we will not let the fire of God die. The devil will try every way. Either get rid of people or get rid of the, or make people confused or bring wrong teaching into the church. He will do every way to quench, to stop the fire. But the Bible promised the fire of God will not be quenched. Amen? And the fire of God in Thailand will never be quenched. It's going to keep going and it's spreading right now. So many people get touched by the fire of God because no one can quench the fire of God. God is going to pick up somebody like me who say, I will never quit. You give me $2 million, I will not quit. You can threaten me that if you keep on the fire of God, I'm going to leave the church and you will lose 
my tie to this shirt and say bye bye thank you you can leave I'm not g o i n g to compromise to please somebody because of money I want the file of God to stay in the house of God forever until the next generation amen how you can stir up the file of God you can stir up the file of God by number one make a decision every day I am humble I don't have enough I want to become more like Jesus you always Think about becoming more like Jesus Christ. Your goal is not to become more like Pastor Lau. If you always think about wanting to become more like Jesus, you can see that you're still far away from being like Christ. Amen. There is a teaching that tells people to look backward to their old life, to dig out the old mistake, to confess the old mistake, and to dwell in the past. I don't want to teach that kind of doctrine in the church. I rather tell people, let's move forward. Let's look to the glory. Look at Jesus at the right hand of the Father. That's the man I want to be like. I'm gonna Amen. throw away all the junk out of my life. I'm gonna let the fire of God burn all the stuff that is not like Christ away from me. And I want to keep moving to be like Christ. If you set that goal, you will never allow anybody to quench the fire. Last Sunday. Afternoon, we have Thai service, and we have a brand new, a mom and a daughter came to the church. Just brand new believer, just accepted Christ two weeks ago, and they got touched by the fire of God. The mom, who was maybe 70 years old, on the ground for a long time, God touched her, and I gave them some kind of advice. They say that I, I'm confused about being a Christian. What does it mean to be a Christian? So I make a simple explanation. To be a Christian means that you realize you are a sinner. You need God' forgiveness. You accept the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. You have Him in your life to be your Lord and Savior. Your sins are forgiven. You don't need to pay for your sin. You don't need to go to jail, go to whatever. You don't need to pay for your own ticket. Jesus died on the cross, shed the blood for your own ticket, the ticket from the police officer, or the. <laughs> I try to compare to the ticket. That you don't need to pay for your sin, and then after that, I say, you know, but it's not stopped there, because you are saved already. But God still wants you to live a holy life. God wants you to become more like Christ, and in order to do that, God gives us many, many ways or principle of how to keep your life away from sin. And I tell them, number one, He gives the Word of God, because the Word of God. Is the guideline. Good, bad, good, bad. The law tell us what is good and what is wrong, what is right and what is wrong, in the eyes of God. So at least we know what is right, what is wrong. And if we don't know, we make mistake, we sin against God, and we all sin against God because we don't know the whole Bible. Then, by the grace, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin, and the blood. Kept cleansing us from sin, and we can become righteous again by the blood of Jesus. So, number one, we need to know the Word of God. Number two, we need the community. We need to be in the local church because we need accountability. I admit to you that I dare not sin because of all of you. Because if I sin against God, I would disappoint you. I am accountable to you, and you are accountable to me. When the family come together in the local church. Husband and husband look at each other's eyes. Wife look at each other's eyes and commit to each other. 
It keep us in the right track so that a husband will not do goofy things. A wife will not do goofy things because we have somebody watching over us. That hey, hey, hey! Don't do that! Don't do that! It's wrong. So the community help us to stay in line, in check, accountability. Number three, I told them that God not only give us the community and the Bible, but He also give us the Holy Spirit. He sent the file of God to get rid of the old habit, the bad habit, the junk, the love of money, the addiction. The curses, he burned them out so that you don't have to be stuck with your old habit anymore. Thank God. Before I met the file of God, I know a lot of the Bible because I love to study Bible. Since I was a brand new believer, the first day Christian, I studied the Bible already. I love the Word of God, but I was so frustrated because I could not do what the Bible say. I know what is right, but I cannot do it until. 1997, when I got touched by the fire, the fire of God started to get rid of the junk out of me. I don't need to walk by the law anymore. I don't have to force myself to follow the law, but I walk by the Spirit. You remember the book of Galatians, chapter 5 say, "Walk by the Spirit, not by the law." Yes, we need to have the law. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, at least you follow the law better than not follow the law. We, we don't cut the law out. You still need to follow the law. But if you have the Holy Spirit, the fire of God fill you up, burn the junk out. The nature of God in you. You don't have to force yourself to follow the law any longer. But you do it out of the power of the Holy Spirit. All the chains and shackle and bondage and joke in your life that used to pull you to sin, to disobey the law, disappear. Then you can obey the law easily. Therefore, number one, you need to make a decision. I want to become more and more like Christ. As long as you have that goal, you will keep in the fire of God because you know that it's impossible to just read the Bible and become like Christ. You need the fire to become like Christ. Amen. Number two, you need to choose. God say. In order to keep yourself rekindle the fire, you need to choose every single day. You remember the servant of God in the Old Testament say, "Choose now blessing or curse, blessing or cursing. Choose now life or death." I know that the devil come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. For sure, I don't want the devil. How many people want the devil? Raise your hand up. What does he do? To kill. To steal and to destroy, I don't want to get involved with demons and the devil. The Bible said that the work of the flesh, the work of sin, the flesh, will bring corruption. How many people want corruption in your life? Your life is corrupted. Your brain is corrupted. Your heart is corrupted. Everything corrupted. I don't want corruption. So definitely, I don't want to deal with sin and demon and the devil. What else left? The Bible say that when you walk by the Spirit, you have Zoe, the life of God. I choose life, so I choose the Holy Spirit because the Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead will give life, Zoe, the life of God, to your mortal body. I rather be filled with the Holy Spirit all the time, not by the thing of the flesh, not by the devil, not by demon, because I choose life. I am a doctor, so I see people suffer from sickness every day. 
back problem, brain tumor, all kinds of problem every day, and I look at all this sickness as death, not life. I don't want that. I want to stay in the presence of God to keep myself away from sickness and disease and curses and all the bad stuff. I want to keep myself in the Zoe or the life of God. Amen. How many people want to be in the life? Everyone say, "I want to be like Jesus." Everyone say, "I choose life. I choose blessing." Number three, in order to stay rekindle and to build yourself up. To stay in the fire of God will not quench the fire of God. Is your association? Your association. If you associate with people who hate the Holy Spirit, who look down on the things of the Spirit of God, they laugh at you when you fall down. When you laugh in the Holy Spirit, they don't like speaking in tongue with you. They don't like to hear the word Holy Spirit. You hang around with those people, definitely. Faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. When you hear positive thing from the word, you have faith in the word. But when you hear negative thing, you have faith in the negative thing. That's why association is important. What kind of people you associate with? Who is your boyfriend? If your boyfriend doesn't like the Holy Spirit, definitely he's gonna pull you down if you're not strong enough. You need to have close friend that love the Holy Spirit. You need to be in the church. That welcome the Holy Spirit. I don't mind to have children in the move of God, walking around in the presence of God, because they will grow up in the presence of God. They will not reject the Holy Spirit, the association, the company that you are in, the church that you are in, your close friend. You need to be around people who hungry to pull you up to love the Holy Spirit, to love the fire of God. Not only that. Number four. Now, how many? Now I don't remember. Four. Okay, number four. One, two, three, four. Okay, number four. You need to listen to the anointed teaching regarding the things of the spirit, because the faith will grow up more when you will increase when you hear the word of God. If you listen to the preacher who looked down on the Holy Spirit, definitely your faith gonna go down. So you have to be picking and choosing. The right kind of sermon and feed yourself with the word of God all the time. I heard that some of our members here listen to listen to some preaching ten times, hundred times. Certain teaching just keep listening again and again and again. That is a smart idea. That is very wise. That you listen to the word of God again and again and again to stir up yourself in the sting of the spirit of God. And another thing is. You need to listen to the worship song, anointed worship song, that the singer is moving in the spirit or in the fire, because that is the anointing in the voice. I got either Facebook or email or Skype all the time that people send message to me, Pastor. Today I listened to your sermon and the fire of God touched me in my car, in my office, and I got drunk in the Holy Spirit. The voice. Of the anointed man, touch people. I remember when I first came into the file of God in the first few years. One day, I was waiting for my wife and my children to have dinner with me. I don't want to waste my time. I turn on my internet and watch YouTube of an evangelist who preached in Africa. This man was very anointed. While I was watching, waiting for the food to come to the table and all the kids to come and eat together. 
Suddenly, Raihat Bongki say fire, and he keeps saying fire. And suddenly, the Holy Spirit hit me at that dining table. Pastor, do you remember that day? I was drunk. I was on the floor, and all the kids watched me. Our dad again. Our dad again got drunk in the Holy Spirit at the dining table because the voice of the evangelist. Transferred the anointing upon my life. On that is maybe the first few years I was in the fire, so I did not understand much. But I was so hungry, I always turn on the show, whatever the DVD that people move in the fire to watch, and I want to soak, I want to drink and pull the anointing out of that voice, out of that teaching, because I'm so hungry for the fire of God all the time. I want more of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And not only that. You need to stay hungry and desiring for the presence of God. This is the truth. I'm not lying or kidding. By around noon at my office, I my work is so busy. Sometimes I don't even have time to eat lunch because the patient come in and phone call from the hospital. People call the lawyer want to talk to me. Just go on and on. Sometimes I have five minutes to eat lunch. But by around 1 p.m. I was thinking in my heart every day that I was in my office. I cannot wait to go home to meet Pastor Da. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I want to get out of here. I want to get the job done. Dictate the history and physical examination. Put the stuff in the hospital website. Check everything before I leave. I could not wait to go home to meet my wife. Why? Because I love to be in her presence, husband. Could you tell your wife I love to be in your presence? Tell your wife. Is it different between having a picture of your wife or she sit there with you? Is it different, husband? Is it different? I don't hear the answer from husband. Husband, is it different between the picture and the real person? Is it different between just talking about Jesus and have the presence, His presence? It's big difference. Is that right? Do you wake up on Sunday morning and feel the same way? God, I cannot wait to go to church to worship You with my brother and sister, and there I'm going to be touched by Your presence. I'm going to be soaked in Your presence. Do you feel that way? Oh, I feel that way every Sunday. I want to come to church. I want to come to worship because there is a we call personal anointing and the corporate anointing. Personal anointing means God presence with you wherever you are. But when you come together as a corporate church, the community and worship together, the corporate presence of God anointing is thicker, stronger because more people hungry at the same time. Is that right? So we need to have that desire, God. I cannot wait until I meet you again in your presence. I want the fire of God to come down and soak me and marinate me. I'm hungry, like I desire, I yearn to be back home to be with my wife. I'm excited to go home. When I jump into the car at 5 p.m., get out of my office, Hallelujah! I call her right away. I'm on the way home, honey. 
Duh, I'm on the way home. I cannot wait. That's my heart. That is my emotion. I'm excited. My skin is shaking to go home and be with my wife. The same thing. We want to be with the presence of God. We love the fire of God. When the fire of God touch you, marinate you. Oh, I told the mom and the the new believer, the daughter, last Sunday afternoon. Today, when you got touched by God that afternoon, it's like God come and hug you Himself. Is it different between just know about God and you experience the touch, the hug, the kiss, the tangible presence of God on your body? Is it different? How many people love to be hugged by your mother or your loved ones? Okay. Not other woman though, your wife or your husband. Not other man or your dad. I'm talking about your loved one. Everyone want to be hugged, want to be close. The same thing. When the new believers get hugged, get touched by God, it's very difficult to backslide. It's very difficult to say God is not real. It's very impossible for them to say bye-bye to the church easily. They will fall in love with God. That's why our church wants people to be touched, hugged, filled with the presence of God. I believe that the youth group that got touched by the fire in the camp this past August is very difficult for them to backslide after they got drunk in the Holy Spirit in that camp. Because they know and they know God is so real. Even that teacher say. If that science teacher say to them, or these young people, or the youth group say to them, oh, you know, you come from apes and monkeys. You will smile and say, teacher, I'm sorry, it's too late to tell me. God is real. God touched me in August of year 2014. He is real. Why don't you come to my church and you will know God is real. I'm not from monkey. I was created by God. Is that right, the young people? Amen. God touched me. God loved me. He came from heaven to touch and hug me and kiss me. It's wonderful to experience the touch of God. Amen? Amen. Keep yourself in the fire. Stir yourself up in the fire. Listen to the worship. Anointed worship. Anointed teaching. Be around the association with people who love the fire of God. Choose life. Don't choose death. Choose the kingdom. Want to become like Christ. Amen. Stay hungry. Stay hungry. No matter how much you have in your life, how big the house you have, how nice the car you have, it doesn't matter. You say, I'm hungry for the things of God. Those materials do not mean anything much to me. Thank God for giving me good things to enjoy in this life, but those are not the things that fulfill me anyway. Your presence will fulfill me. Amen. The presence of God is what I desire. Your kindness is better than life. I want the presence of God. Amen. Isaiah chapter 4, verse 4. When the Lord has washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion and purged the blood of Jerusalem from her midst by the spirit of judgment and by the spirit of burning. God talked about the spirit of burning, the fire. To get rid of all the sin, purge all the curses and bondage, all the chains in your life. 
I have been in the fire since 1967 and I can become more and more like Christ. Now I know I have hope that to become like Christ is not just a hypothesis. It's not just a theory or a doctrine. It can become a reality Amen. that we can become more like Christ, not by our own ability, but by the fire and the word of God that we can move from glory to glory to glory to become more like Christ. Amen. How many people want to become more like Christ? Amen. Let me read one more scripture and I will continue next time. Ezekiel chapter 34. Let me read from verse 15 and 16. Ezekiel 34, 15 to 16, talking about Jehovah, the shepherd of his sheep. Is Jehovah your shepherd? Do you believe in God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? Okay. I will feed my flock, and I will make them lie down, said the Lord God. God wants to feed God's people with His Word. He wants to put you with the right teacher, with a good pastor, to feed you with the Word of God. And that's the reason why I don't come up here and give my own opinion. I always read the Scripture and Explain the scripture because I want to feed you with the word of God. Amen. I will feed my flock and I will make them lie down, say the Lord God. I will seek what was lost and bring back what was driven away. Bind up the broken and strengthen what was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong. The fat and the strong can be interpreted two ways. Number one, religious people who are prideful and come against the Holy Spirit. People who are prideful or the work of the flesh. I am great. I can do it myself. I don't need the help of God. The fat and the strong. God say, God going to discipline them. God going to take care of them. And feed them in judgment. I want to emphasize the word, bite up the broken and strengthen what was sick. Do you believe that God is still the shepherd today? Do you believe that he is a person, he is not just a abstract? Do you believe God is real? Do you think as a man like me, can I help you a lot? Do you think can I really heal some of your sickness? I cannot. I may be able to perform surgery if you need neurosurgeon. But I cannot heal the cancer. I cannot cure myself. I cannot cure arthritis. Today, one of my patients asked me, our child did not want to go to school any longer. He wants to quit school at 13 years old. Can you recommend a good child psychiatrist? I was stunned for a while and said, think, you want a child psychiatrist? And I say to them, 
I think the psychiatrist, the only thing he could do is to give your son medication and maybe talk a little bit. But I don't think the child psychiatrist can change your kid's mind. You need God. Only the shepherd in heaven can bind up the broken and strengthen what was sick. The real doctor, the person who can take care of any problem, any problem, even the problem that man like me, a pastor like me, cannot fix, is God Himself. Do you think God still want to buy the broken? He still today want to strengthen who was sick. He still today want to touch you and get rid of something that is binding you and torturing you. You think He wants to? Yes, He wants to, and He is the best, better than me. I can teach. I can give counseling. I can maybe write a prescription, Vicodin, Percocet for you, or recommend surgery for you. But again, I'm not the full answer for your life. The pastor is not a full answer for you. The real answer to your life is God Himself. How does He do it? He came down in the form of the Holy Spirit. And touch you, heal you, deliver you, set you free, heal your marriage, heal your heart, get rid of certain junk in your life that even man cannot understand and see. He see everything in your life. He knows you more than you know yourself. So when God touch you, when the fire of God touch you, He can do whatever He wants. So when I lay hand on you, I. Ask the Holy Spirit to touch you. That is not the ministry of Pastor Lau. That is the ministry of the Shepherd of your soul. He still wants to buy the brokenhearted, heal the sick, set the captive free. The pastor like me who know the Bible and wise enough will give the freedom to the Holy Spirit to touch my members. Because if I try with my own strength to help you, it's so limited. But if I allow the Holy Spirit to come and touch, and the fire of God comes in to get rid of all the junk, the junk may include sickness, cancer, broken heart, some wrong ideas, some stronghold in your life, demonic attack in your life, maybe demon of pornography, demon of addiction, whatever, or sadness or depression. Inability to sleep, insomnia, whatever, he can touch you and heal you. He may not do it one time tonight, but if you keep coming to the church that has the fire of God moving all the time, you're gonna be set free. God gonna touch you little by little, set you free out of this, out of that. You will be moved from glory to glory to glory to glory. You will see the difference, the change. Amen? Amen. How many people experience that? When God touch you, you change little by little. Amen. Maybe you love God more. You know Him more. Maybe when He touch you tonight, the doubt is gone. 
you may be struggling with doubt, but God put in you faith and get rid of the doubt, the spirit of doubt. He, when He touch you, He does not only touch you and get rid of the junk, but He will also give you the things from heaven. Get out the bad stuff and pour into you the vitamin, the good things from heaven, the nutrients from heaven. Give you more faith, more love, more revelation and understanding. That's why I love to pray for people and let the Holy Spirit touch people. I enjoy seeing the Holy Spirit touches people because I know that it's good for them. It's the operation of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. God still want to do His work. He still want to touch you. He still want to change you from glory to glory. He wants to strengthen you, anoint you. God wants to do His part, and He is willing to do His part, and He will do His part. So the situation is you, your part. Do you desire to be touched by God? Do you desire to be transformed by the fire? Are you hungry to move from glory to glory? Or you say, "I have arrived. I'm fine now. I've been a good Christian compared to that guy. I'm better than him. I'm fine now." Or you feel that, "Wow, I'm still far away from the perfection of Jesus Christ. I need to change more. I still have a lot of problems in my life that God need to get rid all of them." Now, it's your responsibility. It's your own choice whether you want to change. Or you want to stay the same, or move backward? Is your heart, your desire, you're asking, you're pursuing, you're pressing in, and allowing God to do whatever He wants in your life? Amen. What is your choice? It's up to you. For me, I will not be upset with you if you don't want to be prayed for. If after the service you want to walk out and go home, that's okay with me. Because I learned one thing: if God cannot force people, if God give people free will, I cannot force people either. I can just encourage, teach, and show you the way, and be good example. And I am the forerunner. I already passed through all this. What I taught today, I already experienced it myself. I did not just talk about theory. I have experienced it myself that God has changed me, and the fire of God is real now. Is your choice, Amen. Come to God tonight with hunger, yielding. You say to God, God, if you touch me, I'm not going to fight with you. You can do whatever you want. If you want me to cry, I will cry. If you want make me laugh, I will laugh. If you want to get rid of evil spirit, I will cooperate with you. I'm not going to fight. I will let you do whatever you want tonight. I'm going to humble myself. You say in the Bible, you make me lie down. I'm going to surrender. I will yield to you whatever you want to do, and you will see that God gives grace to the humble. As you yield, you surrender. God will do more to you, and the touch of God. The transformation of God from glory to glory is better than a million dollars. 
is better than anything else that you can buy with money. You cannot buy this with money. It's all about faith. It's your heart. You cannot buy the Holy Spirit with money. You need to come to Him with humility. Amen. Carry the anointing back to your home. Lay hand on your son. Lay hand on your husband when he sleeps. Command whatever wrong thing out of them. You carry the presence of God back to your home. Become the house of Obed Edom, and see the change and the miracle that God gonna make happen in your home in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you ready? Are you hungry for the things of God? Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you hungry? Lift up your hand and close your eyes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, fill them. Touch them, Lord. <laughs> your presence fill your sons here. Bless them in Jesus' mighty name. Pour your Holy Spirit upon their life, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. Jesus thank you Jesus fill fill right now <laughs> fill right now <laughs> thank you Jesus I want the youth to come out the youth <laughs> hallelujah thank you Jesus <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus, the youth. Hallelujah. <laughs> Fire. 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 More fire. More fire. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> More fire. More fire. Thank you, Jesus. More fire. Fill them, Father. Fill them. Fill them, Lord, with your fire. <laughs> Fill them with your fire, Lord. Fill them <laughs> right now. <laughs> Fill. 
fill them with your fire. They will grow up to be a servant of the Lord. They will be strong, better than this generation. Filled with the Holy Spirit, love the Word of God, the fire of God. <laughs> Fill, fill right now. Fill, <laughs> fire, Holy Spirit. Touch your people, Lord. Touch your people. Touch your people. Touch your people. <laughs> Fire. Fire. Fill them. Fill them. Fill them. <laughs> Fill. Fire. <laughs> More fire. <laughs> More fire. 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 More fire. Fire. <laughs> Become a new person, new creation in Christ Jesus. Yes, Lord. Touch your shoulder, Lord. Jesus. Phil 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 Fire 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 The shepherd of that soul Come and buy the broken heart Phil Fire <laughs> Fire More fire More fire <laughs> More fire Kara Go ahead and speak in tongue Kara Go ahead and speak in tongue Speak in tongue God Touch you right now Kara Go ahead and speak in tongue Speak in tongue 
Fire. Yes, Lord. Yes. Fire. Fill with the Holy Spirit. Fill with the Holy Spirit. Fire right now. Fire. Fire. Never be the same. Never be the same. Never be the same. <laughs> Fire. Filled. Touch. Touch. Fill. <laughs> Fire. Fire. <laughs> Fire. Fire. Fill. <laughs> Fill. Fire. 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 Be healed. Be blessed. Be made whole in the name of Jesus. Be healed. Be made whole in the name of Jesus. The curse, the bondage, the dross have to go away in the name of Jesus. Be cleansed. If you feel like coughing, go ahead and cough them out. Cough them out right now. Cough them out right now. You feel coughing, cough them out. The Holy Spirit is getting rid of wrong things in your life. Go ahead. Fire! Fire! Come to God by faith. It's about faith. Fire. Feel. Feel. <laughs> Life. So a. So a of God into your spine, in your bone. Oh, in your life, the abundant life. The life, abundant life. Come in. More faith. More faith. More faith. More faith. Yes. Clarity. Clarity. The light of God. Come in. Fire. 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 The life of God. Yes, Lord. May the desire of your heart will be fulfilled. I don't care what is happening, but may the Lord give you grace to see victory in your situation. 
Fire! Yes, Lord. Fire! Fire! Phil. Phil. <laughs> Fire. 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 Filled. Miracles. 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 Supernatural. Miracles in your life. Turn around. Things will turn around. <laughs> turn around. Fire. Big fire. Big fire. Big fire. Touch. Touch. <laughs> Touch. <laughs> Touch. <laughs> Touch. More fire. 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 <laughs> Fire The presence of the Lord is here Drink 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 The new wine The presence of the Lord is here Drink Drink The new wine Drink Take Open your heart. Drink the new wine. Fire. Fire. <laughs> Fire. Jesus, Sukora Paski. Sukora Tata Pakasi Katariala Papa. Umbarikatarakatarukusuriala Pasi Katariala Papa. Shukura tatakatula papa kaskita riyalaba Shurantarikata riyalaba kaskita riyalaba Shukuriyala kata katakoti katalepikaskiaba Fire! Hallelujah! Lord, anoint them to serve you Lord, the ministry will never be the same They will be filled with the heart of Jesus Yes, Lord. The heart will be like Christ. Oh, patience, kindness, and long-suffering. Uh, wisdom. Yes, Lord. They will never be the same. <laughs> the presence of God. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> Fire! Fire! 
<laughs> we trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.